With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, we're going to get into some regression right now and go into some of those individuals, especially with the injury update on Jock Peterson. Uh, So all of that here as we continue. Just remember, if you like what you're hearing, make sure you are subscribed to the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. All right. Very interesting article circulating right now on 538. Uh, Obviously, that's all the numbers, the analytics. And it's all about the idea of regression, which is uh, a word that has almost become a trigger point for me because we've been hearing it uh, for for a long time now. We've been hearing about it last year. Oh, they're going to regress when they when they get into the second half of the year, and then that never happened. And now we're going to hear it this year. 107 wins. Obviously, there's going to be some regression, and we even sort of feel that way about certain individuals the funny thing is as you look at the article you just mentioned a bunch of the names darren ruff regression brandon crawford regression brandon belt regression record not regression like 13 <laughs> and 6 yes so again, i mean like i don't know outside of jock peterson who's now hurt and more on that in a second but outside of that i don't know who, what offensive player is is impressing you Yet only two teams have scored more runs than them, yeah. and they're thirteen and six. Well, I mean, just just look at second base as an example. Last year it was kind of duct tape, you know. I mean, like Donovan Solano fell off the map. The sixty game season was spectacular, but he wasn't the same player. I mean, I think we all can agree. Estrada's uh, been really good, right around two fifty. Good. I would say solid to above average defense. Um, And then I look at third base, no Longoria yet. Have they really missed a beat offensively? Feels like Wilmer's filling in just fine. And when he's not playing, Vossler's giving them contributions. Like he's not a giant hole there. The other night, Slater and all the pinch hitting home runs that they had last year steps up in a pinch hit situation. Hits a two-run home run right down the line or three-run home run right down the line. So it's little contributions around the diamond that are offsetting maybe a down year thus far from Ruff or a slightly down week or so from Brandon Bell. I think they've done a really good job with the other guys, the totality of the roster, offsetting some of these down seasons early on. And honestly, if you watch some of these at-bats, Darren Ruff has been unfortunate. As much as it's been bad, he's hit a couple of very hard balls right at someone. So it's more nuanced than just the raw data. Yeah, no, I agree with that completely. You just said the key word, or I guess this is two words, or maybe it's hyphenated. I don't know. You tell me. Is that one word or two? Pinch hitting. Um, because oh, I, I want to talk about pinch hitting. This yeah. will fascinate people because, uh, remember, last year they set the record mm-hmm. for pinch hit home runs. Uh, this year, positions – 
by war for the Giants. This is their ranking. It will not surprise you that in pitching, they are number one overall in Major League Baseball. Starting pitching, they are first. Bullpen, they are second. That's incredible. Pop around the diamond and listen to some of these rankings. They're not good. Catcher, 17th. Mm. First base, 13th. Mm. Second base, 10th. Third base, okay. 20th. Shortstop, mm. 23rd. He's Left field, that. 18th. Center field, 23rd. Right field is their only plus spot where they're 7th. DH, 23rd. Mm. Ready? Pinch hitting. Give it to me. Third. Incredible. This is this is incredible. Such a, it's such a key to the Giants' success. They do it so well, and it's so underrated. Something I don't think anybody's ever even thought about. Who on earth has ever been like, you know what I like about the Giants this year? <laughs> the way they're going to pinch hit. Like, no one's ever thought of that. And especially now with no pitcher, yeah. you have to be creative mm-hmm. and thoughtful with when and where you're going to pinch hit. It takes unselfishness mm-hmm. from your players. Jock Peterson, six home runs, and he can be like, yeah, you want to put Slater in for me? See you later. I'm going to smile and go sit down. And they, they are so good at knowing the right time to pull the trigger to put someone in and get production out of it. What that means is late game production. It's why yeah. you see so many one, one and two, two games go their way in the seventh, eighth and ninth. Yeah, no, it's a really astute point. I, I did not know that their pinch hitting was that prolific. I mean, that's pretty incredible. The other thing is I feel like whenever they pinch hit with one of these guys in a specific spot, they read, okay, this pitcher's coming up. We're going to go to the right here. Then that guy, after getting a big hit, goes out and makes a great play like Slater's grab the other night. You know, it's kind of funny how that works. It's like the momentum carries over to the defensive side of it. Um, I mean, I referenced Vosser, what, four times? He's made three or four ridiculous plays at third base defensively, and he's been okay at the play. Uh, even Kirk Casale, he's not hitting for the greatest number he gets down base and things happen the other day he ended up being one of the game-winning runs i believe it was the home run somebody hit uh and then he ended up scoring for example like there's all these little situations how, how about luis gonzalez the other yep. night i mean that was incredible and then yep. he's playing a pretty good defensive center field too i didn't know he could do that uh can we can we take a moment and i this is not to celebrate someone's lack of success But it had to make you as a Giants fan feel a certain way to see that home run from Luis Gonzalez come off a off a Trevor Gott. I I I felt I I was like, oh gosh. But for me, it's sort of like it erased the stench of what happened the pandemic year when it was like three three games in a row, Mm -hmm. the A's followed by the A's, followed by now giant Tommy Listella in Anaheim. That was a stretch that I wish on no one. And and it's kind of what Trevor got is remembered for yes. by Giants fans. And so I was like, well, you know, I'm sure he's not happy about it. But in a way, this spun this around to be sort of a uh, – that was at least a positive moment for Giants fans in the struggles of Trevor Gott, who, by the way, is actually pitching really well this year. I think Tommy LaStella hit one of the game winners off him, too, when he, he was an angel down in, in Southern California. I call Trevor Gott the remote control because I broke the remote control after the third straight day. I said, I cannot believe they've gone to this guy. And then after it happened, I flung the remote control, the Xfinity controller across the room and shattered it. My wife said, yeah, you're a giant baby. This is not that serious. <laughs> that should have been the name of this podcast. Giant babies. <laughs> totally. I, I, I mean, um, it's funny. Cause I'll never forget. I was in Tahoe oh. for, for the Trevor got meltdown weekend. 
And so one way it was good. I wasn't watching the games, but I was fishing <laughs> with my son watching GameCast on my phone. Oh. And, and you're just looking at it. And it's like when it updates like that, you know, three run bomb here and this, that you're like, no, like, no, yeah. it, not again. I'm over. I was looking at my phone. I don't, I didn't want to throw it like your remote. I was like, something's wrong with the phone. Like this, there's no chance this is happening again. Oh, poor um, guy. So there you go. That reverses our, our Trevor got nightmares. Um, all right, let's let's go back though to the idea of regression. Yeah, I who's do think it's fair right now individually. Yeah, you know, you mentioned rough. Who's worrying you with regard to the the possibility of regression this year? Well, I think it's fair to be critical of the older guys, whether it's rough, whose body of work is nowhere near the other two that I'm going to reference, but belt and Crawford. Like you just look at the raw data from last year. They were so efficient and they were so good on both ends, both offensively and defensively. I mean, it's just fair to say, Hey, as you get older, you're not going to sustain this certain level of excellence, especially when you had kind of trending downward years in years prior. Hey, was this just a, a random outlier? The Darren rough thing I think is a little, it's a little more alarming for me just because he doesn't have the track record that Belton Crawford have in the bigs. You know, he was in Japan and and they were expecting a lot from him as the DH. And, and I just don't know if there's a substitute for that right-handed power that they need from Darren Ruff right now. And so that's why I'm really worried about him specifically. What about you, Mark? Well, the, the thing to also remember about Darren Ruff, they're asking him to do something that – is not what they originally asked him to come in and do. We talk about this stretch of right-handed pitching that they've been facing that's put Jock Peterson in the lineup every night, and now they're forced to do things in ways they don't want to do it because here comes this stretch of right-handed pitching, yeah. and they've got no Lamont Wade, and yeah. then all of a sudden, now Mike Yastrzemski gets COVID, and now Jock Peterson uh, gets a groin injury. Uh, we don't have too many details on how long he's going to be out it didn't sound like Gabe Kapler was overly concerned yeah. um, about something long-term, but it does sound to me like maybe a few games, like I wouldn't be surprised if he misses the series against Washington over the weekend. You hope he's back for LA Tuesday. I, my gosh, give me a Jock Peterson home run at Dodger stadium oh, next week in a Giants uniform. I would love that. But Darren Ruff is being asked to hit, a long stretch of right-handed yeah. pitching, which is not what his calling card was. He was supposed to come in, crush lefties. Now, he did a great job against right-handers last year, but now he's being asked to do it for a long stretch of time, and he's having a hard time. So, yeah, I, all eyes are on him. I, I don't want to, just because he got put on the injured list, leave Anthony DiSclefani out of this conversation. It's a good point. I didn't even but, think of him. Yeah, this is the one who really concerns me because yeah. it didn't look great in his first two starts. I don't know how hurt he actually is or if they just want him to to work things out yeah. a little bit. But you signed him for three years. And so this could be potentially one of the first actual, like, damaging signings of the of the Farhan Zaidi era for sure. Uh, not a big enough sample by any stretch to say that yet. And the Giants have the depth to handle it. Could Jacob Junis take some starts? Um, Carlos Martinez, Matthew Boyd, as the season goes on, could they make some starts? I think they've got the roster to handle it, but that right now, that's that's still a signing and and you know an output that concerns yeah. me. 
It's an interesting point about, you know, Darren Ruff getting put in there in situations that he probably wouldn't be asked to. I mean, you didn't even mention Duggar with the oblique. I mean, he's another left-handed bat that not that he's a power bat, but he's just a guy that would get a lot of those kind of looks in situations like that in center field. So like, my question is, do you think that maybe, do you think maybe they look to the minors for a jolt here? And it's not just Lamont coming off the, the injury list. I think Evan Longoria is another guy. Maybe he's a DH candidate to maybe, or, or someone who could put it third base and Wilmer's the DH candidate to give rough some time off or something like that. But what about Ramos coming up and being a jolt in mid May? Cause I, I do think we're going to get another look at him. Not that he's going to, you know, take away that production in the DH hole, just a jolt of energy to the lineup that we're not accounting for when we're talking about all this regression. What about some random output from somebody that we didn't really know if he was going to contribute this year or not? Yeah, no, I I think Ramos is definitely going to be back uh, at least another time or two and potentially get himself to a spot where where he's up and he stays. You also got to remember, though, uh, pretty quick here over the next week, these roster sizes are going to decrease. And so some of these names who are up and it's easy to keep them around right now are going to have to go back down. You know, like I, I was uh, intrigued by a guy like Luke Williams uh, coming up and he had a yeah. couple, couple really interesting games. He he's versatile. He can play in the outfield. He can play third base. They haven't needed him much. They haven't used him much again, because I think of this just long stretch of right-handed pitching, they're dying for left-handed bats right now. You mentioned it. Duggar, Yaz, he should be back soon. Jock, hopefully he's not out too long. Wade's not back yet. That's going to give them all kinds of flexibility they don't have right now. But until then, man, just keep rooting for Vossler and Gonzalez to hit because those guys right now are going to get so many at-bats because they're the only left-handed sticks they've got. Exactly. Uh, they, uh, today, I believe the Red Sox ended up claiming uh, Jalen Davis, Jaylen who was Davis, a guy yeah. that they had, you know, I just wanted to see where he was at. He was a kind of a 4A guy, you know, the Mac Williamson types where couldn't stick in, in the majors, but was too good for the minors. So that's a guy you got to kind of cross off the list. One one more question we're here on, on regression. Any worry for you, Mark, about Logan Webb or maybe Alex Wood? Because the team record when those guys pitch has been outstanding. I'm not worried, but I can understand if someone thinks like those guys were so spectacular the last year, year and a half. It's hard for them to sustain that level of excellence. I I don't have really many concerns about them at all. I, I think Logan's fine. He had a bad outing uh, in, mm. in New York. The Washington outing was fine. You know, he gave up one swing of the stick that didn't look great on the ERA. Um, but but they were in control of that game the whole way. I, I think Logan is still coming into his own, still getting better. And if you listen to any catcher talk about catching Logan Webb, uh, you, you get excited because they're talking about these are not good pitchers. These are elite pitches. Mm-hmm. Um, the, 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 the breaking stuff that he has is so well masked and, and so well delivered. I think he's going to be great. My only concern about Alex Wood is when you get to the fifth inning. He looks (laughs) like he is a dominating pitcher for four innings. And then right around that fifth or sixth, he just has a tendency to hit a wall sometimes. And I know he gets frustrated when he gets pulled in those moments, but I always hold my breath a little bit. Seems like the other teams always got zero or one going into the fifth. Sometimes they still do. And then sometimes they got four uh, when you, when, when, you know, when you go into the fifth. So, but no, I, I think those guys, alongside Rodon, you know, look like, look like stabilizers and, 
and the top three starters on the team right now. And you know what's interesting about this whole regression conversation? Just baseball in general. Forget Farhan, because I'll drill down on him in a second. You you sometimes have weird years as a pitcher or as a hitter where it just it doesn't go your way. We, we've all played the game. Hit a line drive, you don't even get out of the batter's box. You know what I mean? You execute a great pitch, and Vladdy Jr. still hits it over the right field fence. You know, oppo taco. And then random guys come out of nowhere and have magical seasons. It just it's random how that happens. Donovan Solano, who we referenced in 2020, a Farhan find last year, Lamont Wade Jr. out of nowhere. Like, are you kidding me? Who could that guy be this year? Is it Luis Gonzalez? Is it someone who's not on the roster right now? Is it someone else? Like when we talk regression, we never want to talk about the outlier, unbelievable seasons or contributions. And I still think the Giants. They're good at finding those guys is where I'm going, I guess, with that. Absolutely. And I think Tyro Estrada is another one. And, and even just the stability that he is providing so far. Um, before the year, I might have said Luke Williams. But, yeah, mm-hmm. so far, Luis Gonzalez looks like that guy. But I, I, I caution you there because, you know, again, Luis is up right now because Wade is not, because yeah. Yaz is on the COVID list. Uh, because Duggar is out. So maybe he'll stick because Duggar's going to miss a while. Um, but but I, I like the way he plays. I mean, he's very, very good defensively. Had a funky catch out right field there. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you know, against the A's there. But, um, but he, you know, I like him defensively. Um, he looks like a grinder. He swings a good stick. He's quick. Yeah. I, I mean, he, yeah, he's definitely a guy who I, I, I could see having a pretty significant role for the team this year.